The following recording is a presentation of the Berean Baptist Church of Rohnert Park, California, and of Pastor Val Mark Smith. We are an independent Baptist congregation committed to the accurate presentation of the historical doctrines of the faith. We welcome your visit to our services anytime here in the Rohnert Park area. So this morning we're going to first finish off the lesson that I started four weeks ago. So let's pray before we get started. Father, thank you for your grace and your love. Thank you for your mercy, your provision. And we are what we are today, Father, because of you. And all that we have is because of you. All that we will do is because of you. So we ask today that you would instruct us and and strengthen us and bless our time together now in Jesus' name. Amen. So last, last time we met, we talked about... Uh, the beginning, and we, we looked at the physical beginning of all things. We, uh, Genesis 1-1, in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. And, and I said that beginning involves with planning. And we looked at scriptures and saw that God planned everything. Uh, the Bible says God knows our end from the beginning. And, and God has planned out our entire life. He knows what's going to happen. Everything happens according to his plan and will. And according to his purpose, and we saw that. Secondly, we said that the physical beginning of all things involves purpose. God didn't just create all things and then step back and he's not managing creation today. He is in charge of creation. He planned it, and he planned it with a purpose, and the purpose is to glorify himself. God's purpose in all things is to bring glory and honor to his own name. And we saw thirdly that beginning involves power. And we looked in the scriptures and saw that, that God had the power to create, he has the power to control, and he has the power to complete everything that he, that he purposes to do. Uh, so we saw those things. And then, secondly, we, I wanted to look at uh, the, our spiritual beginning, this, the beginning of all things spiritual. And so point number two in your study sheets is, in the beginning was the word. Turn with me, well, stay in Romans, uh, but in John chapter 1, we know these verses, most of you have them memorized. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. So we we see that before we can attempt to study uh, what we call the Christian life, we we have to understand the origin of, of the Christian life. Just as with the beginning of physical life, spiritual life too involves planning, purpose, and power. Uh, last week, or last time we met, I stated that it would be foolish to believe that God created all things and then simply sits back and attempts to manage that which he has created. Uh, and this same applies to spiritual life. To deny God's sovereignty or his supreme control in, in this life we call this the Christian life, is to imply that God sent his son to die on the cross and then just sat back to see what would happen. Now, do any of you believe that? Do any of you believe that God sent Jesus to the cross and now he's sitting in heaven and saying, okay, I've done all I can do for you, so now it's up to you. I don't, I don't believe for a second that's God's, that God did that. Uh, it would imply that would imply that he had no definite or specific plan, purpose, or power in our salvation. Now I cannot agree with that conclusion. 
But what I can agree with, I'm going to share with you now. Three points I want to make about our spiritual beginning. First, letter A, God's plan in salvation. Remember, I said he had a plan, a purpose, and power in salvation, just as he did in the creation of this physical universe. So letter A, God's plan in salvation, is to redeem his chosen. In Ephesians chapter 1, we read from verses 3 through 7, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ, according as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Verse 5, having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he hath made us accepted in the beloved, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace. Now, I'm not going to take a lot of time this morning and, and dig into those scriptures. We're going to do that throughout this study. But I just want to say that God's plan today, the reason he planned salvation, was to redeem his chosen people. And, and, and uh, Paul stated in Ephesians that God has chosen us before the foundation of the world. So his, his, his plan is to redeem his people. What did Jesus say? Jesus said, I came to what? Seek and save that which was lost. Now, all men are lost. All men are lost in sin. But God has chosen some from the foundation of the world. And Jesus came to seek out and save those people. So God's purpose in salvation, his plan in salvation, I'm sorry, is to redeem his people, his children. Let her be. God's purpose in salvation. What is his purpose in salvation? It's to glorify his name. Remember, everything that God does, he does to glorify himself. God never does anything to discredit himself. He never does anything to bring dishonor to himself. Everything that God does is done for his glory and his honor. John tells us this in John chapter 12, uh, verses 27 through 28. Jesus is speaking. He says, Now is my soul troubled, and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour. But for this cause came I unto this hour. He says, Father, glorify thy name. Then came there a voice from heaven saying, I have both glorified it, and will glorify it again. So God's purpose in, in everything, including my salvation, is to glorify his name. Now this is an aside, and it's not part of my lesson today, but what a shame. What a shame. If my salvation is for the purpose of glorifying the Father, what a shame if I live my life in such a way that does not glorify God. Think about that for a moment. You are who you are because God intends to glorify himself through you. So it is, our, it is our responsibility to conduct ourselves in a way that honors and glorifies the Father. About enough of that. Let's go on. Thirdly, let us see God's power in salvation. His power in salvation is to raise his son. 
And not only raise his son, but ultimately raise you and I as well. God's power and salvation is, is the resurrection. It's to raise his son. In John chapter 10, we read, Therefore doth my father love me, because I lay down my life, that I might take it again. Now I want you to listen. As a matter of fact, let's go there. Turn to John chapter 10. We keep a marker in Romans chapter 8 and go to John chapter 10. Pastor's preaching a Sunday morning series, of course, and, and, and he's been talking lately about the crucifixion of Christ. And I want you to see this. John chapter 10, look at verse 17. Therefore doth my father love me, because I lay down my life, that I might take it again. Now look at verse 18. No man taketh it from me, but I lay it down of myself. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it again. This commandment have I received of my Father. One, one of the songs I love to sing is 10,000 Angels. How many of you know that song, 10,000 Angels? The lyrics go, I could have, he could have called 10,000 angels to condemn the world and set him free. He could have called 10,000 angels, but he died alone for you and me. And Jesus, no man took Jesus' life from him. The soldiers didn't overpower Jesus. They had no power or authority over him. He laid down his life for me. And he laid it down knowing that he had the power that I don't have to take it up again. Jesus knew he was not going to stay in the grave. He knew he was going to come out of the grave because he had the power to rise. And he has the power to raise you and he has the power to raise me. And that should give us great joy. Knowing that this world, that death, the grave has no power over us. That the, all power is in Christ and he has promised to raise us again. So in what or whom do you trust today? Man, religion, or Christ? In Acts chapter 4 and verse 12 we read, Neither is there salvation in any other for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. And uh, the, the Christian life's beginning uh, has the same attributes that the physical universe had in the beginning. And that is that God had a plan, God had a purpose, and God has the power. Thank you for listening to this presentation of the Berean Baptist Church of Ronan Park, California. If you would like further information about our church, please feel free to call us at area code 707-584-7275 or write to us at Berean Baptist Church, 6298 Country Club Drive, Ronert Park, California, 94928. Additionally, you may visit us on the World Wide Web at www.bebaptist.org.